This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 25th of June, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Another hot day for you. Sunshine, high 94, heat index up to 105. It'll be partly cloudy tonight with a low of 76. Saturday, mostly cloudy early, gradually becoming sunny, high of 92, heat index of 99. We've got a slight chance of rain Saturday night, otherwise mostly clear skies and a low of 73. And Sunday, a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny skies and a high of 91. Right now it's fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios and we send out congratulations to our employee of the day, Lori Weaver at the Agri Co-op Supply. Obituaries this morning. Raymond Other Bartlett, age 52, died Wednesday, June 23rd. Visitation will be tonight, 6 until 8 o'clock, at the Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Graveside Funeral Service will be Saturday morning at 10 at Lost Corner Cemetery in Cleveland, with arrangements by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Paula Ruth Thomas Gwynn, age 76, of Moralton, died Wednesday, June 23rd. Funeral services will be this afternoon at 3.30 at the Harris Chapel with Pastor Russell Roden officiating. Burial will be at Lost Corner Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Christina Luann Strickland, age 35, of Conway, died Monday, June 14th. She graduated from Moralton High School in 2005 and is survived by two sons, Antonio and Monteo Strickland, both of Conway, three brothers, Derek Jerome Winston of Moralton and Matthew Winston and Charles Winston Cato Jr., both of Sardis, grandmother Loria Winston of Menifee, one aunt, one uncle, and a special friend, Brett Mitchell, among other relatives and friends. Funeral services for Christina Luann Strickland will be held Saturday, June 26th, at 11 a.m. Visitation is today, 3 to 6 p.m. Both will be held at Larry G. Acklin Funeral Home in Conway. Burial will be at Owens Cemetery in Plummerville. Coming up on 734, and let's turn to news this morning, a ribbon cutting for the new L.W. Sullivan Park and Conway County Juvenile Probation Offices at the site of the former Sullivan High School on Rock Street in Moralton is scheduled to take place next week. That lot was closed, and the building was left vacant following a fire in 2015. But once the juvenile probation moved its office there in January, Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says the city went to work on restoring the park. Juvenile probation office has moved in there to use that facility, so they've been, so now we're going to be able to open that park up to the public because it'll be open when they're open. They have cameras to watch it. We're getting some new playground equipment there. You know, we built a pavilion there several years ago to honor L.W. Sullivan School. So we're pretty excited about that to have another park on the uh, west side of town. The ribbon cutting is set to take place on Thursday, July the 1st at noon. Coming up on 735, it's fair, 79 degrees, on our way to a high of 94 with sunshine and a heat index as high as 105. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios. Sales tax revenue continues on an upward trend in Moralton. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer reported Thursday that revenue collected in the month of June increased $40,000 from the same month last year. Revenue in May was about $55,000 higher than in May of 2020. For the first six months of the year, the city's sales tax revenue has increased approximately $230,000 from what the city collected in the first six months of 2020. Last year, the city had a robust year with, in terms of tax revenue, an increase of about $225,000 over 2019. Collection of taxes from online purchases is part of the reason for the recent surge, but the mayor also credits residents for choosing to shop locally. Perryville City Hall has a new look. An exterior transformation of the building was recently completed. The building is over 50 years old, and Mayor John Rowland explains it was time for an upgrade and a fresh look. The brick was kind of dated. The landscaping has been there for ever since I can remember. So with a new budget, we uh, decided to paint the building. Once we did that, we decided, well, we did uh, lettering on the building. Some people wonder where City Hall is, so now it makes it stand out. In the process, also, the landscaping was hard to maintain, so we changed it out with some easier-to-maintain landscaping with watering in it. The roof on one of the, the shop back behind was rusted, and before it went too far, we resurfaced it. I'm real tickled with the girls are tickled with it, and I've heard a lot of good comments. Mayor Rowland says they also did some work to the interior of the building with new flooring and paint. The total cost of the project was about $13,000. The building has been home to the Perryville City offices for over 20 years, and the mayor says this is the first exterior renovation it's had in that time. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 383 new cases of coronavirus in the state Thursday, with an increase of 129 in the number of active cases. The number of active cases in Conway County declined by one for the day to seven. The number of active cases in Perry County is unchanged for the day at five. With case numbers starting to rise in Arkansas, Governor Asa Hutchinson says he notices a correlation between the number of active cases in the state and the number of people choosing to get the vaccine. It's just human nature. As you see a threat, more people get vaccinated. They want to protect them in the future. And so we got to catch up, and I hope that that will continue to increase. Nearly all COVID-19 deaths in the United States now are in people who weren't vaccinated a staggering demonstration of how effective the vaccines have been, and an indication that daily deaths, now down to under 300 nationwide, could be practically zero if everyone eligible got the shots. New data suggests that fewer than 1% of U.S. deaths from COVID-19 in May were in people who were fully vaccinated. Vaccine remains scarce in much of the world. The U.S. supply, meanwhile, is so abundant that shots sit unused. All U.S. adults have been eligible to get the shots since April 19th. Children 12 and older have been eligible for vaccination since the middle of May. 
According to the Arkansas Health Department, 5,189 vaccine doses were administered in Arkansas Thursday to bring the total number administered to just over 2.1 million. Arkansas is still among the states with the lowest vaccination rates in the country, though. According to the Centers for Disease Control, about 33.48% of Arkansans are fully vaccinated. Only Alabama and Mississippi have a lower percentage of their total population fully vaccinated. Among residents who are eligible to receive the vaccine, anyone age 12 and older, just over 41% are fully vaccinated in Arkansas. Locally, 41% of Conway County residents and 37.7% of Perry County residents are fully vaccinated. Coming up on 741, let's check our market report with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks were sharply higher on Wednesday amid renewed hopes for a fiscal infrastructure package and jobless claims remaining stubbornly high above 400,000 for the second week in a row. International stocks followed suit and traded higher. Ten-year U.S. yields hovered near their flat line as investors analyzed a variety of economic data. Oil was higher while the dollar traded lower against a basket of currencies. Gold traded to the downside. The Dow closed at 34,196, up 322 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,369, up 97 points. Volume was moderate as 838 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 14 cents at $28.79. Bank of America was up 63 cents at $40.83. Centerpoint Energy was down 19 cents at $24.51. Deering Company was up $2.87 at $350.62. Energy Corporation was down $0.42 cents at $100.96. Under Armour was up $0.24 cents at $18.63. Simmons Bank was up $0.51 cents at $30.47. Regions Financial was up $0.30 cents at $20.32. Southwestern Energy was up $0.17 cents at $5.58. Tyson Foods was up $0.45 cents at $74.28. Walmart was up $0.95 cents at $136.91. Live Ramp was up $2.85 at $47.75. Interpublic Group was up $0.51 cents at $32.55. Next Air Energy was down $0.47 cents at $72.88. Natural Gas was up $0.08 cents at $3.41. Precious Metals were lower. Gold was down $8.40 at $1,775. Silver was down $0.10 cents at $26.01. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments. Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, here's where the Conway County Library's bookmobile will be today from 10.30 a.m. until noon. You can find it at the Museum of Automobiles on Pettigene Mountain. The annual field day exercise will be on display for the public to experience at Sunlight Bay Campground on Lake Nimrod Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m. For more information, contact Mike Mormon, KC5MM, at 501 499-5288. The Union Chapel community will have a meeting Saturday at 2 at the Schoolhouse Pavilion. To donate to the fundraising campaign or for more information, call Vanessa Burton at 208-7261. The City of Moralton will host an Arkansas Blood Institute blood drive at Moralton City Hall Monday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. To set an appointment or to donate, visit arkbi.org. And the Conway County Quorum Court meets Monday at 5 at the Courthouse in Moralton. Prior to that, the Budget and Finance Committee will meet with the Conway County Election Commission to discuss redistricting and other matters. That meeting will start at 4.30.
Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. And you can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 744, it's fair and 79 degrees at the KVOM studios, and our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Cave Elms News, Watcher of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Arkansas pitcher Kevin Copps has been named one of the three finalists for college baseball's most prestigious honor, the Golden Spikes Award. The other finalists are also SEC pitchers, Vanderbilt teammates Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. Copps finished the 2021 campaign with a 12 and 1 record and 11 saves. He posted the nation's lowest ERA at 0.90 and whip at 0.76. While striking out 131 batters in 89 and two-thirds innings of work, Cops has already taken home nearly every other major award in college baseball. He won the Dick Hauser Trophy and was named the SEC Pitcher of the Year as well as Collegiate Baseball National Player of the Year. St. Louis Cardinals' struggles continued last night as they got blown out at home by the Pittsburgh Pirates 8-2. The Cards are now three games under 500 and six games out of first place in the National League Central Division standings. Play the Pirates again tonight at Bush Stadium. First pitch at 7.15 p.m. Pre-game at 6.20 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. For the second straight night, an early two-run lead for the Arkansas Travelers did not stand up as Northwest Arkansas Naturals rallied for a 4-3 win last night in Springdale. Teams play again tonight at Arvest Ballpark. And that's our sports this morning. And if Gene Ruffner's listening, which he probably is, he knows I predicted that uh, Cardinal score last night. Predicted so, it. Okay. Yes. Well, good. They'll good. lose 5-3 tonight, so they're going to do better tonight. Okay. All right. They'll well, only, only lose 5-3. <laughs> All right. Well, Eric's got our predictions covered uh, this morning. Thank you, Eric, for those updates. Uh, in our weather outlook for today, another hot one looks like uh, mostly sunny skies, a high of 94. Heat index values as high as uh, 105 today. So definitely another uh, hot day, pretty uh, uh, comparable to yesterday. Now, tonight, uh, partly cloudy, our low down to 76. Saturday brings decreasing clouds and a high of 92. On Saturday night, we'll have mostly clear skies, slight chance of some showers and thunderstorms moving in, our low down to 73. On Sunday, 30% chance of showers, possibility of a pop-up thunderstorm, a high of 91. On Monday, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, and looks like uh, we'll be out of the 90s for a few days. Uh, 88 degrees the high on Monday, with again a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Looks like another 40% chance on Tuesday, and a high of 88 degrees. So uh, uh, rainfall and uh, cooler temperatures uh, headed our way especially as we move into the next work week. Taking a look now at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 84%. Our wind speed is out of the south at 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 29.98 inches. Dew points at 75 degrees. We've got a 9-mile visibility. Our heat index is up to 87. The low this morning was 76 degrees. The high yesterday was 95. The low a year ago, 62, with a high of 89 
No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Total for the year sits at 29.31 inches. Sunset tonight, 829, and sunrise tomorrow morning. That'll be at 558 when you join us for your favorite country music right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got some clouds in Moralton, 81 degrees. The current temperature at the KVOM studios at 749 KVOM's Friday morning edition of Newswatch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Friday morning edition of News Watch, now 755. We've got a few clouds and 81 degrees at the KVOM studios here in Moralton. And we are back now with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Alicia Hugan on behalf of the Conway County Extension Office. Alicia, good morning and welcome back to the KVOM studios. Good morning and thank you. It's uh, during the uh, coronavirus pandemic, I'm sure as a lot of folks know, we did uh, all of our close-ups on the phone. And uh, uh, we're back now to uh, doing things in person. Person. So it's yes. certainly glad to have you back. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, uh, with uh, 4-H, of course, we, we like to talk a lot about uh, 4-H. And uh, you told me last uh, time we spoke about uh, the summer camps uh, that you had coming up. And that's going on right now, right? That's right. Yes. We actually had a um, summer day camp yesterday. We went up on Petty Jean Mountain. We toured the new visitor center. And that is amazing. That place is wonderful. So um, anyone out there in the listening audience that has not been up to the visitor center, I highly recommend it. It is a fantastic place and then we hiked down to the falls and had lunch at Mather's Lodge so it was a really nice day yesterday it was a little warm uh-huh. but um, it's definitely cooler up on Petty Jean Mountain and it was a really nice hike down to the falls it was the temperatures were not bad hiking down Hiking back up was a little bit of a challenge for some of us. But um, anyways, it was a really nice day for the 4-H'ers. Well, that's fantastic. That sounds great. Any other uh, camps going on? Yes. um, We've had a couple other camps prior to that. And then next week, we are going to host another day camp. And we're continuing with our farm tour theme. So next week, we will be scouting some soybean fields and some corn um, fields. And then we're going to be looking at beef cattle, hay production, talking about poultry production and hog production as well. Okay. So that's next week, Wednesday. So we're looking forward to that. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of uh, great opportunities there. Well, uh, you mentioned uh, off air a few minutes ago that the Extension Homemakers uh, met yesterday for a, a big meeting that they had. They did, yes. Yesterday they hosted their countywide summer council meeting. Mm-hmm. So they took care of some business. And one item that they discussed was uh, selecting a project for the year. So, you know, when Shannon comes in, she's always giving an update on the Extension Homemakers and some of the amazing things that they're doing throughout the the county and the state. So mm-hmm. this year for their county project, they selected the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children. So they're going to be reaching out to them and, and doing some amazing work. So we're excited about that. Fantastic. That's great. Well, uh, Alicia, as we know, uh, and we're looking forward to a more normal uh, county fair this year. And uh, here in July, uh, y'all are doing prepare for the county fair. That's right. So some of our day camps in the month of July will have uh, that theme. We thought it was cute and catchy. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be 
preparing for the county fair because believe it or not, September 7th through the 11th will be here before we realize. Uh So um, next month we'll be doing different camps um, regarding some of the things that they can um, enter for the educational building. So we're going to have like a cookie decorating and a cupcake decorating and uh, those kind of things along with arts and crafts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be getting um, together with some of our um, livestock barn superintendents for showing, you know, how to um, prepare their livestock for the shows and all that as well. All right. Well, that's uh, fantastic. Alicia, any other information to pass along here this morning? Um, Nope. That's pretty much it. We're just um, in 4-H. We're doing a lot of different things. We're looking forward to a pool party. We got the city pool booked, so we're we're ready for that. And then we're also going to be doing um, a 4-H reading program. So those are just some other things that we're looking forward to for the rest of the summer. All right. Well, that sounds great. Again, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Alicia Hugan on behalf of the Conway County Extension Office. Alicia, thank you so much for talking to us today. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.